Come on. Welcome to Dave and Mahoney. Mahoney, I think that uh, you and I can relate to this because we have a bromance, obviously, after all these years. 20 years of friendship, Dave. You and I have known each other. Uh, That was Audrey, by the way. (laughs) They don't know. Theater of the mind. You guys just kissed. Did it again. That's how we like to start every show. Yes. Uh, (laughs) I and I watch. (laughs) All right. And now, this is Dave and Mahoney. Hello, friends, and thank you for joining us. Got some good news and some bad news to kick things off today. What would you like first there, Mahoney? Dave, why don't we start off today's show with some bad news? Yeah, some bad news. A couple of cops had to rush to the scene because they heard some screams, and it sounded like a man was screaming for help. And so the cops came rushing to the scene trying to figure out what was going on, and it sounded like maybe somebody was in for some pretty serious peril because they, they were screaming help very oh, loudly. God. Yeah, I mean, you want to you, you hear that, you call the cops, you, you know, they don't know what they're rushing into in this day and age. It's, cra- it's crazy. You want to hear the audio? Sure. All right, so here it is again. Two police officers in Oklahoma trying to figure out what's going on. I don't know if it's an animal <laughs> or a person, but sure enough, we're walking over here. I'm like, that's a person. Yeah, from a long distance, I was like, help. <laughs> Turns out that was not a person screaming for help. That was a very... Vocal Goat, which Vocal Goat sounds like a cover band that plays a lot of really cool classic rock songs. I mean, I love the goats that sing in the Taylor Swift songs. Yeah. You know, anytime you hear that or the Bon Jovi uh, goat remixes, I am here for more goats in music. Why do goats sound like that? Like, they just go, ah! They're just freaking out all of the time. I love them. But what's funny is that he was, I mean, obviously, as you heard in the audio there, uh, it sounds like he's screaming for help, and I guess the cops, when they encountered him, he was very upset. So he was, in fact, calling for help. He's throwing a tantrum? Yes, he's freaking out. Well, understandable. Sometimes you just got to let your emotions out, you know? Can't bottle them up forever, goat. Do you you want (laughs) to know what it really was? I I guess the the goat's owner explained that the animal was upset because he'd been separated from one of his friends. Oh, his bestie. Just a sad, sad goat. He was alone. Oh, my God, I'm going to (laughs) cry. Poor baby. Well, some good news today as well. Um, man, we've been talking about this for a long time, Mahoney. Just give us the one time on pancreatic cancer uh, going away. The, there's a potential vaccine, they're saying, that is a gene-targeting, personalized vaccine that could delay the return of pancreatic cancer, according to a small but very promising trial. So they're they're tailoring the genetic makeup of each patient's tumor, and it worked in half of those who received it 18 months of follow-up. And, you know, pancreatic cancer, obviously, is, is brutal, and there's very little you can do about it. I mean, it, it's killed. That's what killed Steve Jobs. I mean, can't, it's just cancer is the worst. This is one of the worst forms. Uh, the goal of the vaccine is to teach the patient's immune systems to attack the tumors. And if they're, you know, we've been talking about scientists and all of the amazing work that they have done for so many years. If they can figure out how to solve this riddle of cancer, uh, that would just be an absolute miracle. So, I mean, let's keep our fingers crossed. And, and uh, hey, scientists. Thank you for doing what you do. Tip Thank of the cap. Thank you. Shout out. Thank you for being smart while we do this. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. So, Audrey, today is a very big day for you. Uh, later tonight, you are getting your doggy, which yes. has got to be very, very exciting for you. It is, but can I tell you something that's super heartbreaking? Yeah. What's that? One of the puppies out of the litter didn't get picked. So well, I'm like... Do Don't, you do do Don't you do it. Don't you do it. Are they throwing in it for free? I know. It's not like a BOGO. But but I, I seriously, I was, she just posted it earlier today and I, my heart was really broken. Your heart I saw, shouldn't be that broken because the dogs are like, what do you pay, three grand for that dog? Yeah, Also, man. like, she's, she reposted it because somebody's going to take the dog. Yeah, I know. I get but, that. It's not, but, but like, why him? Why did he not get picked? That's heartbreaking for, like, us when we didn't get picked that for That dog the, doesn't know he hasn't been picked. I know. He, he, he's just a puppy. Like, he, he, us, had the, we had the trauma, Mahoney, when we were, like, in middle school and we got picked last kickball? to be a, a kickball oh, or basketball yeah. or whatever. You I, knew you were getting picked last. You're like, oh, man, I'm look better. Look how handsome than- he is. I'm showing you guys the photo right now, Dave Mahoney. I mean, like, he is Keep adorable. Doggy. Why did he not get picked? Yeah, I don't he know. Has, this is because not people don't have three ball. extra grand laying around. Man, neither did I, but I found a way. You should have you <laughs> negotiated. You'd be like, nah. I was, I was on the corner every day. Audrey's <laughs> <laughs> out here like, have your way with me. I must get this puppy. I must get this puppy. This is priorities, man. But yeah, no, I am very excited. I get her in. I'm going to name her Elmo, which sounds kind of silly. but um, She's kind of got like red fur. She does. Yeah, it's super cute. And we're going to do E-L-L-E. 
base, M-O. So it's kind of feeling a little Southern there as well. L-M-O. Little, yeah. little L-M-O. Yeah, L-M-O. So we're, uh, we're really excited, and I'm going to be a mother just in time. That is that is wonderful, and I hope for nothing but a beautiful, long life for your dog, and the reason why I say that is because we have just been introduced to the world's oldest dog. How's this dog, Dave? 31 years old. What? In dog years? Yeah, no, 31 in human years. No. Just had its birthday this past Thursday. No way. There's no there's way no there's, no there's way. a dog that's there. I'm looking at this dog right now. Is it a mutt? It's got the world, uh, Guinness World Records like certification. It, yeah, it looks, it looks kind of like a lab. So I don't know exactly. Like a lab mutt. Dang, I, it's too big to be 31? 31 years old. Like if it was a tiny little dog, like if it was a Chihuahua, sure. which was the last oldest dog in the world, was a Chihuahua. There's no way that dog is 31 years old. Is that the, dog, did they put him, like inject him with preservatives? Is he stuffed? <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, what's funny is that like the dog took a photo next to the old certification yeah. from the Guinness Book of World Records. And it just looks so unenthused. Kind of like really old people when you take a picture of them. You're like, hey, Grandma, can you smile, please? It's like if you were to give that dog a microphone and ask him, like, how how did you live such a long life? My life sucks. Yeah. Dr. Pepper. My last 27 (laughs) years have been a living hell. (laughs) A lot of bacon bits. (laughs) 31 years is pretty incredible. Or bacon bits. Bacon bits. Bacon bits. Yeah. Dave Mahoney. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. segment is for you. Call anytime at 833-YO-DUMMY and leave a leave a message. This is the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. Hey Dave Mahoney and Audrey. So, I accidentally put my pants on inside out this morning. But you know what? I'm owning it. Rocking the inside out pants look. Message I mean, that's clearly yoga pants, right? That happens fairly It happens all of the time. Do you feel like a total idiot when you do that, though? I mean, because the inside-out pants thing doesn't happen for me because I just wear jeans most of the time. But the the shirts Mm -hmm. backwards, Mm -hmm. where you put it on and you're like, what is going on? You're like, I'm so stupid. I did that with a bodycon dress the other day. I went to go put it on. With and then uh, it's like one of those, the form-fitting dresses. Oh, uh, okay. Just like a dress. It's called a body contrast? Yeah, body con. Yes, but yes. Contour, Dave. <sighs> Something like that. I don't know. Body Anyways, contour, but I had right. it on and it was so tight that whenever I had to try and reverse it, I felt like I was like a tube of toothpaste, like moving all my my bits around, like trying to like turn. Didn't you say that you had <laughs> that same experience when you were uh, wearing those Spanx, Mahoney? Dave, I never wore Spanx. They were called Power Slim shirts. <laughs> okay. Power Fit shirts yeah. from But Haynes. you get it, right, my honey? Like, yeah. whenever you're putting them on, it squeezes everything in weird well, to, spots you're not to used to. To get out of those Spanx, my honey had to call in the fire department with the jaws of life. Poor guy. Hey, don't shame people. I'm not, I'm not shaming Spanx. people. It's just the, the only reason why I even knew that Mahoney was wearing Spanx is because we were at a going away party for a friend of ours, and Mahoney was. Overserved a bit, mm-hmm. uh, and he got so drunk that he took off his normal button-up shirt and was only wearing the spanks around. And well, he, <laughs> my job is I can't, I just can't protect tight, you anymore. It's a tight undershirt, and Dave, it wasn't a button-up; it was a sweater. It was and a it sweater. Got rather right. hot in that. Bar. I still have the photographic evidence of that yeah. night. So, <laughs> Chris you want to see that, Audrey? Chris was there. Yeah, absolutely. Mahoney, may I see this? I need your consent. I, my, my phone died, so I don't have any photos. Oh, uh-huh. I see. Of that evening. Yeah. Well, I walked into a lake. These things. <laughs> you walked into a lake? Mahoney looked like he uh, was a hot dog that had been left in the microwave for just a little too long. No. Was it like a dry fit? <laughs> Did you look wet everywhere else other than your shirt? <laughs> They're like, oh my God, that body's been in the water for months. Because well, you know some of them are, they, they, you could like work out in them. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. Like no. the ones like that. Like, I, I mean, I have some of those too. Jiu-jitsu ones. For when I'm like, th- those are like rash guards. Yeah. But I don't wear those. Yeah. Those are in a box. All my workout clothes. You know, since moving into the new house. Yeah. Um, yeah, haven't made it out of the boxes. <laughs> Don't know if that's going to happen or not. Yeah, that's, you know, why Why bother until you need them? Yeah. Yeah. Please leave a message after the tone. Is there anything left for you guys in your hometowns? Like, if you went back there, would you feel like you belong or is it just another place now? Oh, that's message so sad to think about. No, just I mean, another place. My my hometown is where my parents are, wherever that is. Like that's yeah. it doesn't matter to me what city that is. I mean, I certainly have an attachment. Like I grew up in a small town in Minnesota called Brainerd, um, and there's certainly a lot of nostalgia there. Like from time to time, I don't know if you guys ever do this, but I'll just like do the the Google map where mm-hmm. like you drive down like the old streets you used to live. Oh, on I do and, that every time I go back. Home. Yeah. 
always, but it just doesn't, it's not, that's not home anymore. Yeah. You know, I mean, I haven't because lived, you're, yeah, you're, I spent 20 years in St. Louis, but I've lived outside of St. Louis for 20 years Yeah. now in I mean, my adult life. And like, yeah, I like seeing my friends and all that, but it's just, it's, that's not, that's not that's home. That's not home. Yeah. home. Home is where your wives are, right guys? Home is where your family is. Yeah. 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 I'm trying to get you guys some play here, man. Oh, are you? Yeah. Yeah. yeah I home love is you, where, wherever I'm wherever with you. Wherever you are, sweetie. Please leave a message. Do you guys have that on some Hobby Lobby poster? No, yeah, in your house. That carved in, in our house. Carved in wood hanging on the wall in the kitchen. <laughs> Eat here. If it is now common for women to propose to men and men are 100% in control of planning the wedding, how would the average engagement and wedding be different? Message deleted. It'd be a lot more fun. What? Yep, what? sure would. Yes. Yeah. All this pomp and circumstance. What? Weddings suck. Let's just call it like it is. Weddings are awful. You guys, Dave. What? You would Weddings are trash. never, ever, ever say that to your wife as you guys were about to get married about no. 10 years ago. Our wedding was lovely, but I know that it was terrible for everyone else because every wedding that I've been to is pretty terrible. You know what I'll say, though? Hmm. You didn't have a... If you, if you have a bar... It's a cash bar. Oh, can't do that. I'm not showing up to your wedding. Yeah. So when we did our wedding, we had drinks before the ceremony. As yeah. you should. Yeah, we had people walking around. Because there's people waiting around. around. Yeah, exactly. Give them something to do. See, one thing Nobody that I will say. Here, let them drink. There is a difference between a first wedding and a second wedding yeah. and then a third wedding. And I know some people are probably working on their third wedding and you keep doing you. But do you actually have the wedding or do you just go to the courthouse? No, if you want to like your party, third. Though. Yeah, no, what you should and do. if you throw it at like a party, then cool. If you if you want what you should do with your first wedding, look to people on their fourth marriage because they figured it out. I like mean, just, did they? They're on yes, the fourth. Just the, no, they didn't figure out marriage, <laughs> oh. but they figured out weddings. I just put on a Tommy Bahama shirt and go to somewhere cool. That's I mean, it. that's kind of what my wife and I did. Yeah. I that, love that. We just went to the courthouse and then took like, Fake wedding photos out in the desert. And they yeah. were beautiful. And went on a cool vacation. Yeah. Boom. Done. You're listening to the Dave and Mahoney Show. Mahoney, I'm about to introduce you to the world's greatest human. Now, me? I'm already know me. I've been around me for 41 years. Dave. No, no, other than you. Oh. Other than you. Uh, they're, they're, you know, obviously we were talking about like the scientists earlier who are working on the cancer vaccine and like yeah, that. People is, who are doing real meaningful work on this planet, unlike us. Yeah, yeah. That, that is incredible. Yeah. But until you actually achieve the vaccine, uh, you know, you just keep trying, scientists, yeah, because this guy has achieved greatness already. What did he do, Dave? He is a Minnesota inventor, and he has gained a following because he makes and builds unusual vehicles, and okay. he has unveiled his latest creation, which is a beer-powered motorcycle. Uh, is beer cheaper than gasoline right now? I don't think it is. No, it's funny because when you when you think about like how much gas costs, I mean there there are certainly things now where it's cheaper, but yeah. for the longest time you're like if our cars ran on soda, it would be so much more expensive. But that was when you know like a gallon was two dollars and fifty sure. cents as opposed to the five dollars it is in some places still. What about water? Can we just find like water cars? I mean, we kind of have like just sun cars with the. You know, the EVs now. Oh, you know. actually, solar power cars. Yeah. Put them like a little solar top. Hey, if you've got solar got at now? your house and then you use that to power your electric car, there you go. yeah. The sun is powering your vehicle. Listen to us scientists do this. But let's not just brush over this amazing invention. No, what no, kind of beer? No. Is it a specific beer? Is it only Bud Light, Dave? <laughs> <laughs> Riding by on your motorcycle. Uh-huh. Having a good time. No, he, uh, he's made previous inventions, including a, uh, a rocket-powered toilet. <laughs> Hell yeah. A jet-powered coffee pot. Sure. And now a beer-powered motorcycle. This is like every evil guy in a teen movie ever. Like, I'm going to make a rocket-powered toilet like what do you mean like <laughs> did you just like pick three words out of a hat you're like rocket powered, powered toilet, toilet. <laughs> and rule the world that's like some vladimir putin stuff uh so this guy the, the 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 way that it works is the coil heats the beer up to 300 degrees which then becomes superheated steam in the nozzles that actually propel the bike forward oh so, so. it's a steampunk beer powered motorcycle oh, and dude, nerd. Nerd. Oh. It, it looks every bit you of something out of mad max what do you mean nerd you nerd. 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 got 150 miles an hour Ooh. man nerd no that thing ain't go- okay it can has it though there's no way he says it could Oh, it could. Yeah, it could. He put the nozzle there. I could mean get a six-pack, too, <laughs> a beer. Y'all are not, haters. This thing yeah. is awesome. Keep going, Kai. Dave Mahoney. This is the Dave and 
Mahoney Show. The strangest, strangest dumbest, dumbest, and funniest audio from the depths of the World Wide Web. This, 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 this is the Internet is Undefeated on Dave and Mahoney. It is a treasure trove of amazing audio that we find on the internet every single week. And some people actually tattle on themselves, Mahoney, including this guy. Uh, I believe that he was the one that was recording uh, a customer going through a drive through at McDonald's. He hears the cashier say a naughty word, and he just freaks out. But he's the one that's recording the whole interaction, thinking that he's got the upper hand in this. And mm-hmm. I'm kind of team cashier here. What did you just say? I wasn't talking to you. She just cussed, sir, and I have it on tape. I don't she care. just said this m- Talking at home. She just said that. And I wasn't she, It doesn't matter. You cussed in front of me. It's inappropriate. And I'm a I Christian. Does it matter, <laughs> sweetheart? And but why you beat it to me knocking You just said my You know, I can see In Georgia, you don't need it. Raphael? Could you oh, no. imagine so you're in a fast food restaurant? You're in a drive-thru. You're a grown-up. Somebody cusses, and then you try to tattle like you're in elementary school. You can't because. say that word in front of me. I'm a Christian. And you Shut are up. recording this, and then you think you are in the right and post this to You put it online yourself, media. thinking that everyone's going to be like, oh. yeah, you did it right, Carl. Let's continue with uh, this beautiful cover from Cover Your Ears. Uh, this was uh, a song by Rush, Tom Sawyer. It's uh, at least they're self-aware. Uh, the artist is three terrible musicians. Only okay. had 40 views on this I mean, trying to cover Rush is not an easy task for anyone. It is not. Anxiety and a noise. It's Absolutely. That. that is so accurate. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> uh, something else that people are having a hard time with when it comes to music is Miley Cyrus. Uh, obviously, Miley Cyrus is a very talented musician. Whether no you question. like her or not, I mean, yeah, she, I mean, she's she comes talented. from a musical family and uh, it's more diverse than I would imagine. Her, her skill set when it comes to music. Well, she's done a lot of covers of classic rock songs and rock songs. And, like, when you hear her doing some songs that are traditionally hard to cover, you kind of have an appreciation for some of the notes that she's able to hit. Oh, okay? my gosh, yeah. But people are specifically honing in on how raspy her voice is. Her mm-hmm. talking voice, not yeah. her singing voice. And, uh, and, and, again, they're having a heyday online. The journey is usually the part that you remember anyways. We're like peas in a pod, the three of us. Let's face it, you want somebody out of the house. I want to get somebody out of your house. Come on. What do I have to do to strike a deal with you two? <laughs> <laughs> oh my that God, Beetle just Beetlejuice. <laughs> yes. That is The so journey funny. is usually the part that you remember anyways. We're like peas in a pod, the three of us. Let's face it, you want somebody out of the house. I want to get somebody out of your house. Come on. What do I have to do to strike a deal with you two? That's so, that's oh, oh my gosh. There are so many videos of those. Like her voice being compared to like a zipper going down. You know that noise whenever your, your jacket's like weird unzipping. AI. It does. Doesn't sound <laughs> real. She sounds like. I mean, she's thirty. She just turned thirty. That does not sound like a thirty-year-old. Yeah, but maybe like a chill out on the smokes, <laughs> something. But also, it's hard to sing like that for forever. And she does get up there and like we were talking about those notes. She does, so. yeah. Uh, and finally, uh, from from Tipsy or Toddler, this was a clip of a toddler who uh, thought that maybe somebody had consumed their candy. And My was, favorite clip of the week. And very, very upset about the fact that somebody had potentially eaten their candy. Did you eat my candy? No. Did you eat my candy? No. Did you eat my candy? No. This is David Mahoney. When your lifetime goal is to own a partial interest in a fireworks stand, it's the Redneck Report. On David Mahoney. So, Mahoney, today we start the Redneck Report with a story about White Boy Rick. You remember White Boy Rick? Is that uh, that's the that's what? the snitch, the guy who ended that they made a movie oh, about White yeah, Boy yeah. Rick? Wasn't it Matthew McConaughey? I think played him something something like, like that. What? This is the first time I'm hearing a White Boy Rick. Yeah, White Boy Rick. He was like a drug dealer, I guess, and then he turned informant and started working for the government and the whole thing. And now the real white boy Rick is back in jail because he got into a big argument with his girlfriend. Things may or may not have gotten physical. So he punched his girlfriend after after flipping on all of these drug dealers and turning informant. Now he's going back to jail. You're For like punching. Good luck, white boy Rick. You yeah. moron. I mean, you legit 
went through all of that and then the way you get got is not through cocaine or meth or murder it's for you it's so easy just to kiss yeah just don't just don't be <laughs> a walk dick. away yeah. just walk kiss away. each other just don't be a dick rick <laughs> so my honey i think you'll appreciate this one there was a uh, gentleman out of coral springs and he's 20 years old his name is caleb stewart he was um he was trespassed from McDonald's, so he was not allowed at if the McDonald's. If your name's Caleb and you've been trespassed, mm-hmm. you've made some life choices that have gone wrong. So he wasn't just trespassing on the property. He was trespassing very specifically in the employees-only area because he- At a McDonald's? Was trying to steal McDonald's food. He went back behind the counter, and it wasn't even to rob the place. He's just like, I want some nuggets, and I want a Big Mac, and I, I mean, want it's it not now. what? It's not self-serve? I feel like everything else these days is self-serve. Could you Maybe imagine? he just got confused, Dave. They're Could calling you him the Hamburglar. Oh, God. <laughs> a McDonald's buffet. Ooh. Like, oh, he didn't like that. I thought he was going to be all game for that. He no, like, no, just no, he, He's deep in thought. He's trying to think what would go on. I mean, McDonald's I would buffet. like a, you know, how you have a chocolate fountain at the Golden Corral. Yes. A sweet and sour nugget fountain. Exactly. And just have the nuggets. You just dip them in there like it's fondue. Man, that sounds like a treat to me. I don't know. And finally, we have a nurse of the year candidate. Boy, we hear about a lot of this type of stuff, and it's just unfortunate. A 33-year-old male nurse by the name of Luke uh, worked as a nurse at the Baptist South in Jacksonville, Florida, is accused of taking a patient's phone, going through it, oh, no. finding the nude photos oh, no. and the nude videos, and sending them to himself. Death I don't know how they possibly could have found out about that. Oh, wait, he sent them to his, his, himself, his own real personal cell phone. Smart, Luke. Uh, yeah, no, death sentence, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like we got to we got to we got to ratchet up these penalties for dirtbags. Mike, you're already in you're already in the hospital. Last thing you need is Luke creeping through your stuff. Porn exists. What yeah. are you doing? Also, like I get like you're in the hospital and you find the nurse attractive, right? But if you're the nurse, like this poor person is laid up in bed, like maybe don't try to see their boobies right now. They got other stuff going on. You already see their butt. That back of the gown is open. <laughs> you can wash her butt. Dave and Mahoney. You're listening to the Dave and Mahoney Show. Do you still leave voicemails? Hello? Then this segment is for you. Call anytime at 833-YO-DUMMY and leave a, leave a message. This is the voicemail. If you could only have one type of food seasoning, just one, for the rest of your life, what would it be? Message deleted. I mean, there's one answer to this. Are you gonna salt. Go, oh, salt. I thought you were going to go Tony Saturies or whatever it is. I mean, that you that's, like so but much. that's malt. I mean, sure, if it's a mix, but if we're talking single. That's sing- a seasoning, though. I mean, it is. It's not the one I would, it's not my favorite, but okay, it's so the most a- versatile. And I think 99% of the time when you're out at a restaurant, and food is not as good as you are thinking it is, just lack of salt. It's so interesting because I never, ever, ever reach for the salt shaker at a restaurant. When your food's not good, it's lack of salt. I promise yeah. you. That no, you're, probably, you're probably right. Yeah. I just I just never, ever think to grab the salt or pepper shaker. Oh, I'm um, a big pepper girl. I love are pepper. Really? Pepper's mm-hmm. probably my favorite, but I, I think pepper, pe- on salads, pe- y'all. But pepper can't f- save meals. Salt can save That's meals. Fair. Are you one of those people when they come over, they're like, would you care for some ground pepper? Oh, I love and it. And they're like, tell us when, and you're just like, I'm not saying what. That in the Parmesan, I'm going to oh, make yeah. you guess. Yeah, you keep going. I want that whole block of cheese. So I, I bought, want it to feel awkward. Our our last boss, his name was Bossy Rossi, uh-huh. and a uh, good friend of mine. Real bastard. And he and I love to eat at Olive Garden. And mm-hmm. one year for Christmas, I broke my rule of not giving gifts, and I bought him and myself the cheese grater from Olive Garden. You did? That's a great guess. Oh, I have a Olive Garden cheese grater at home. Have you ever used it? I have. Uh. I'll tell you this, though. There, it is, you know, because they're grating Parmesan. Only hard cheeses go through that thing. Because if you, I tried to do cheddar yeah. one time. Big mistake. And it got gummy. If, if I was going to choose one thing to go on top of food forever, it would be Cholula for me. Like, I put Cholula on almost everything. Is that everything. a seasoning? It's not like a seasoning, but That's kind a of. sauce. Yeah. But, I mean, that goes on everything for me. I love Cholula. I would do the, uh, I think it's Kinder's, Kinder's, whatever. They have a bunch of like different seasonings and they have one because I eat a lot of chicken. It's like a butter poultry, which sounds kind of funny, but I put that, that hoe goes on everything. Like if yeah. my vegetables, whatever it is. Like I, again, butter is my main love language. You are a true I'm, Southern I'm a true Southerner, yeah. dude. Like <laughs> if, it, if it don't have butter on it, I don't want it. If you want good seasonings though, for home, Trader Joe's. 
as like they had this citrus lemon that's oh, yeah. really good. And my wife eats this thing called ashika. It's an ashika seasoning. Can we say that on the radio? I think you can. <laughs> I'm not positive, but Isn't that's that the brand of the sheets you just bought. <laughs> no, those are sheeks. S H E E X. But uh, the lemon citrus on like on any sort of like fish or poultry just slaps. Please leave a message after the tone. Audrey, at what point do you think you're going to regret that sleep tattoo that you got? Message deleted. Which is really funny you would ask that because I was literally thinking about getting more tattoos on my other arm yesterday. Your so, sleep looks awesome. What are you talking about? I hope it looks awesome. Yeah. I think it looks how cool. Many, yeah. How many years have you been working on your sleeve? Forever. Because here's the thing about me is that I am such a wimp whenever it comes to pain. I am one of those people that I have to black out how bad it hurt in order for me to proceed forward with my next tattoo because yeah. usually they take about like five, six hours to, this is five, six hours of straight pain and I'm not good with that. So, um, yeah, no, I don't think I'll regret them. I feel like they're kind of a vibe. They're not bad. I don't have any like cool prison tattoos, which is a vibe on a lot of people. Um, but you yeah, know, I don't dislike any of mine. So hopefully never. No, no, have, no, have, no regrets. No, no regrets. Yeah. I have some, uh, I will say this. Um, I got a tattoo recently from both my mom and my dad. Um, they're like handwritten things that they have given me over the years. Meaningful and stuff, yeah. I, nice. My dad, I don't think ever really liked any of my tattoos until I got that one. And he like thought it was the sweetest thing uh-huh. ever. Yeah. And then my mom was like, you finally got one for me. And I was like, what do you mean? Finally got one. What do you, like, was I supposed to get that as like my second tattoo? Did you parents, I feel like that's kind of the way that they make it to where tattoos are like acceptable as if you get one like in honor of them. I mean, I, I yours are great. Dave and I are both like just completely tattooless. Actually, I got a large phoenix on my back. Um, in honor of Ben Affleck. Yeah, Instead of exactly a phoenix right. face, it's, 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 it's Ben, ben Affleck. Affleck's face, yeah. He's, he's rising <laughs> from the ashes that's right. of cigarette ashes. <laughs> cigarette ashes. <laughs> Marlboro ashes, yeah, yeah. that's right. I just wanted to say thank you to the stranger who paid for my coffee this morning. It may seem like a small gesture, but it really brightened my whole entire day and reminded me that there are still really kind people in the world. Message deleted. Okay. Um, we that, women that, love being bought. Yes. No, I mean, there's, <laughs> but there, I'll tell you this. We, we see that thing happen at Starbucks pretty regularly where like everyone's like picking up the tab for the people behind them. But Mahoney has something that I think is actually brilliant that you do to enhance that process. Uh, you stop the, the love chain. I just say thank you. You say thank you, thank take you. your free coffee, and the yeah. person behind you is paying for for their own order. That's right. So one of my You're friends, a monster. I'm not a monster. So I'm thinking out for the workers because here's the thing. My, one of my one of my closest friends is a manager of a Starbucks, mm-hmm. and she says when that starts to happen, it starts to get confusing and people get confused. And then you're it just becomes a pain for the workers inside too. So they just like they just stop it. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they're just like, yeah, we're good, we're good on this. We're like. We're just we're just done. Will the workers stop it? Yeah, they you just know, they, they just cut they just cut it off because no it becomes, more generosity around here. Well, it's not even generosity because it's just like everybody like it just becomes do it for a single person, do one nice thing, but like it's just when you're trying to continue to pay it forward for like an hour and a half. If you really it's want a free much. Starbucks, just go in there where that that A to Z is. Grab one. <laughs> nobody's gonna notice. Shoplift? Nobody knows. Yeah, okay. Nobody literally nobody knows. Uh, yeah, the, the the easiest way to get a free Starbucks is by being really good looking. Like I've got a friend who will start the love chain if it's a hot girl behind him. How do you know? Because he sees her in the rearview mirror. He's like, she's hot, so she's getting a free Starbucks. That's that's the easiest way to get free coffee. Be good looking and sitting in the drive thru. It's that is so creepy to it's me. It's worked for. What do you mean it's creepy? I mean, it's kind of creepy. That is creepy. He's just like peering into the the, the car behind him just to make sure she's hot enough for a free coffee. Got laid. Did he? Doubt it. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. So buying your first house can be rather stressful. And Mahoney, you and I both remember when we bought our first houses, you're kind of like... Boy, am I really responsible enough to take care of this thing? I'm not sure. Can I, I pay for this so. thing? Yeah, yeah. I don't. I, I don't know the answer to this, yeah. but I'm just going to get into 30 years of debt and we'll. Yeah, I'm just going to sign my life away right here, right now. Why not? But Audrey, you've talked about how you know you have been wanting to purchase a home, and maybe one day that will be <laughs> on the horizon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like what? What does that even mean? But yes, no, for real. I re- I really have been thinking about you know hopefully being a homeowner here within the next however many years that takes for me. We'll find out here with the uh, current climate how that goes. It's been. I mean, because you're right. I mean, like, is there another crash coming yeah. or not? You know, I mean, the the house prices have just gone nuts in yes. the last couple of years. I mean, if you bought a house 
uh, you know, in 2017, it's probably dramatically increased, if not doubled in value. Probably right. doubled, yeah. if not more, in certain places. And when you talk about a, t- a timeline that's that short yeah. for it to go up that much, it's pretty Even wild. 2020. If you yeah. bought a house in 2020, yeah. you're doing great. If you bought a house when everything was falling apart and you just took that gamble, it ended up working out really Crazy. well for you. Uh, but this is a pretty awesome housewarming gift. A North Carolina woman who actually bought her very first house just happened to be playing the lottery and won herself a million dollars one week after closing on her first ever house. Wow. Well, so, that's good. That's yeah. a, that's a, I love that, man. That's a, I mean. Her name is Patricia. She is from yeah. Greensboro, North Carolina. Stopped at the Fairway one-stop store a week after purchasing her home. Selected the 30 Millionaire Maker scratch-off ticket. And she was shocked to uncover a million-dollar housewarming gift. She recalled the moment saying, I just stared at it. It was unreal to see that. I've been in shock ever since. I'm just numb. So she said the prize money will help her pay off her house and then also ease her worry about ever having to make a mortgage payment. Well, Oh, she's going to not just immediately do a ton of renovations? No, she's, she's <laughs> going to pay off the house, which is probably smart the girl. Smart, smart move. Smart girl. Smart move. I mean, don't get me wrong. A bunch of golden toilets would be pretty cool. Heck but yeah, it would be. <laughs> I'd have, like, heated floors. <laughs> heated floors are a I don't know what bathroom. else I would have because I don't have a home to, like, fantasize any of this stuff. Oh. But maybe, like... <laughs> <laughs> well, keep playing scratchers. Yeah. The moral of the story. Keep gambling. Something's got to go right. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. Do you still leave voicemails? Hello? Then this segment is for you. Call anytime at 833-YO-DUMMY and leave a... Leave a message. This is the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. Why don't teachers get combat and hazard pay? Message deleted. They basically need it at this point. Teachers should get all the pay, man. Like, I I think about, you know, what a critical role they play. And, you know, as a parent, you know, having my kids in school, like how bonded my kids get to their teachers. And, I mean, I'm sure that that will change as they get older, right? Because they'll be a a lot less interested. teachers, you still remember all the ones, at least, you know, here I am 20, 30 years later, the ones who really were impactful to me, you know, it's like they can help guide your life. I mean, I think all of us here had somebody like that in our lives. Yeah. I actually, you know, obviously, you know, my ties to the education is kind of similar to Mahoney. You have a, you know, your wife is a principal. Dave, your kids go to uh, Mahoney's wife's school. You know, I romanticize teachers, but I just was not a good, I was not a good student. No. To where I feel like I really was the teacher that was making everybody drink. You know what I mean? Like, I was the one that was like, God, Audrey could not get her to stop talking again. I got to, like, start taking shots as soon as I get home because this is the most stressful day of my life. Like, I was that student. 100%. I remember, I remember having a crush on my third grade teacher, Miss Roysom. Mm-hmm. She used to wear these floral dresses. Also, weird. Like, you have, like, all these little kids who just, like, think that you're their mom. Yeah. You had a you had a crush on a teacher in third grade. In third grade. And she's like, get out of here, Dave. <laughs> you little creep. <laughs> yeah. Ow, what's up, Ms. Rawson? Tried to look her up on Facebook years later. Yeah, couldn't, find find, her. couldn't find her. Couldn't find her. Weird. Yeah, still nah, creepy. man. <laughs> still creepy. <laughs> What are you going to do? I don't know what I was going to do. What are you going to do? Hey, remember me? <laughs> I was six. I'm all grown up now. <laughs> you're at least, you're like 10 or 11, sometimes even 12 in third grade. No, you're not. You were sure you 10 are. years old in fourth no, grade. I mean, you're like eight know, years old. I know yeah. some people who got held back. Please <laughs> leave a message. You think, though? Are you some people, by the way? Maybe. All right. I was very, <laughs> they said I was little for my age. Uh-huh. Um. You're like 6'5 now. I know. 6'4, six, 6'5. Six, Do you think that they should just be, I feel like they should just be able to just kick kids out for like, like, I feel like that's where we're at. Like, we should just be like, these, I see all these dumb videos on social media of teenagers who are like flexing punching on their teachers. And punching and teachers. And it's like, yeah. even if you just talk back, it's like, let's, we should just be able to, you're like, you're gone. Like no, not for talking back. Nah, no, but it was it was a different like, uh, time when we were growing up, though, man. Like, I'm not it, saying like beat him with a ruler and a paddle. I'm saying, but like if you are acting disrespectfully and you're detracting and you're detracting from stu- uh, detracting from class, you should just be gone. We should be able to expel him, vote him out. Like Mahoney, you are such an authoritarian whenever it comes to protecting sure your wife. Do. Your wife is a principal. I get it. You're like get out of here because you're you're going to be in my wife's space. But like you can't be like, hey kids, you're going to get expelled for talking a little much. Okay, no, not talking, not ex- like like acting like disrespectfully and being aggressive and, yeah. and, doing, and being a dick. If you're being aggressive towards a teacher, they should at least be able to pepper spray you. Well, they have special schools for kids. But they, th- there's a lot of places that don't do that. It's crazy. Like you would get pushed well, to those like alternative schools. Not anymore. 
What are you doing over there, Dave? Well, it's that time, Mahoney. Unfortunately, I know you've been there, so feel my suffering. My slide sandals are being retired, but they're being upgraded with Crocs. I am officially now a Croc guy, especially the optional 4 by 4 mode. Message deleted. So my wife did maybe one of the meanest things ever to me a couple years ago. What's I had that? a pair of Nike slides mm-hmm. that I had since high school. I had had them for, I think, 17 years at that Are you going to bring up your broken slides that she threw away? And she threw them out when I was at work one day. Maybe yes. they were talking back and they need to get evicted. <laughs> and that was the last piece of my youth that I had, Dave. Those things were literally broken. You could not even wear them anymore. Of course she threw them away. But, like, don't throw... I would never throw something of somebody else's away. They weren't even usable. That's You wouldn't throw anything your wife's away. I was going to staple you them. You were going to staple, staple your slides. You were going to duct tape your slides, man. But I will say this. I'm currently without slides at my current house because I left them. Mm-hmm. And uh, I miss them. Like, like I'm, I'm debating, like this gentleman said, getting a pair of Crocs. You getting Crocs is absolutely on brand. You belong in Crocs. I'm just glad that they have become culturally acceptable. Mm-hmm. You get a pair of platform ones? Or nah, are you going to get some of the bedazzles? That's too much. Some clips? No. What but color? I, are you going to get camo? <laughs> what color have you been looking at? I like yellow. I like yellow. yellow. I like yellow. That fits perfectly because you look exactly like Big Bird. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. You know the songs, but do you know them when they sound this bad? It's Cover Your Ears on Dave and Mahoney. It is time for a round of Cover Your Ears, and our contestant today has a marvelous name that is unfortunately very much underused. Garfield is joining us this morning. Hello, Garfield. Hello. Thank you for joining us. we got 30 seconds on the clock for each one of these songs. They're big, popular songs. You should know them, but the challenge is that some of them are covered by people who take a creative spin on things. And they've decided, for whatever reason, to upload them to YouTube for our listening pleasure. So let the full 30 seconds play out before you make your guess. This first one is from an artist named Christopher Moon. It's only got 45 views on this bad boy. Good luck to you, Garfield. What you Well, that has 45 views, Ooh. and that's it. Uh, that's, that's kind of tough Ooh. because, yeah, pr- pretty rough there. You do have a couple lifelines if, if you need it. If you need it. So, what do you think, Garfield? All right. Uh, I'm going to have to use a lifeline. I'll use Audrey on this one, please. Okay, Thank Audrey. you, Garfield. That is going to be Fleetwood Mac Dreams. That was Dreams. It's, Hard to hear it, but it I, wasn't. I had no dream, idea yeah. until players hey, only love you when one. you're playing. That was a tough one. Yeah, that was tough. <laughs> it's all right. Uh, so, you're on the board of the full point. Audrey is burnt as a lifeline, though. Here we go on to number two. Good luck. I'm going to tell you something. (laughs) Cookie Monster. I'm going to tell you something that's going to make that so much better. The name of that artist, it's only got 23 views, is Relaxed Randy. Oh, yeah. I got it. Relaxed Randy. Bringing it. All right, Garfield, what do you got, brother? Well, I got the artist, uh, ZZ Top, but um, I'm drawing a blank on the song now. It's still good halfies. Uh, Yeah, you get a a half point for for just the artist. Think Uh, about a city in Texas. Texas is so big, man. That's not. Yeah, we'll give we'll give you a half point for that one. If uh, if you don't get the uh, the song, it's fine. It's it's Lagrange by by ZZ Top. So you got you got the artist. Yep, yep. Okay, so you got one and a half points. Mahoney is still available as a lifeline. I think strategically good move there mm-hmm. to not burn the lifeline on just a half point. Here we go on to the next one. Today is gonna be the day that the lover go after you. By now you should have somehow realized what you to do. I don't believe that anybody feels the way I do about you now. 
And all the roads that lead you there are winding And all the lights that light the way are blinding it is the least popular one that we have today. Only 13 views from William Thomas Moore Bentley, which is quite the name. That I've, is very way too I've long. I've seen this band in person. Have, oh, the actual original uh, band? Yeah. yeah, not William Thomas Murphy. Whatever so I would is. imagine that you would be able to help out if necessary. Do you need some help on that one, Garfield? Yeah, I'm going to have to use Mahoney in my second lifeline. All right, go for it. I mean, the two brothers that we want to see get back together so we desperately, uh, that is Oasis. And Wonderwall. That is correct. That is I, full I like that that gentleman sings the exact same way that I do. I've heard Oasis and Wonderwall one billion times, but certain parts I'm just like, don't know the words. Nope. We'll never know them. Okay. Okay. <laughs> mystery. Let's step it up no here. This is the most actually. popular one that we have today. 825 views from a artist named Stealth Tunes. Good luck. Get it away. We'll put you on the shelf another day. Some other way. We're gonna go. But then we'll see you again. I've had enough. We've had enough. Cold and vain. She said, I knew right from the beginning that you would end up winning. I knew right from the start. You'd put an arrow through my heart. Oh, stop. What is that? <laughs> Some wannabe pentatonics. Yeah, that was, that I was rough. I have no clue what that is. All right, Garfield, anything on that one? Do you know it? How about, is that Round and Round by Rat? My, my man. man. There you go, brother. You got it. What Excellent. The pain. I had no clue. Yeah, that was that was pretty tough. All right. Again, all right, so all, all that you have to do here, Garfield, is get a half point on this last one. So all you have to do is get the artist or the song, and you're going to close this thing out, and you're going to win today, okay? All right. 30 seconds on the clock. Here we go. Last night a little dancer came dancing to my door. Last night a little angel came pumping on my floor. She said, come on, baby, I got license for love. And if it expires, Garfield. I didn't four. hate that. I didn't hate it either. I like that. That was only got 34 views, believe it or not. Wow. Yeah. Uh, the internet's missing out. Garfield, for the win, can you do it? How about Rebel Yell, Billy Idol? There you go, brother. Good job. Excellent, man. Get you some lasagna, brother. <laughs> this is the Dave and Mahoney this Show. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. If you know anything about Mahoney, he loves things that he does not interact with. And when I say that, I mean... Dogs specifically. There's actually, in fact, one very specific type of dog that you and your wife are, I, I don't want to say obsessed with, but it's borderline obsession. Like, you guys have we love little, wiener dogs. You love wiener dogs? Doxes. You have statues of wiener dogs yes. around your house. Do you have any wiener dog Christmas ornaments that you put on your tree? We've got a wiener dog, like, tinsel thing that, yep. like, lights up. We've yep. got that. We've got wiener dog uh, kitchen towels, all sorts of things. We love wiener dogs. We found a wiener dog running... In our neighborhood early on in our relationship, and we ended up returning it to its home. But ever since that day, You've you know, that dog, you that was the only dog, dog that's ever stayed in our house, stayed overnight until we found the owners. Oh, it stayed and overnight. So, wow, okay. Yeah, we did. And so I love it, but we travel a lot, and I don't like having a lot of responsibility. Mm -hmm. And I do think dog ownership is a big responsibility, and I'm just not there because I travel too much, and I don't want to pawn my dog off on somebody else. Dog ownership is a big responsibility. Yeah. Audrey actually about to get a brand new puppy herself. I am. Which is exciting. Little but, Elmo. Uh, Mahoney, I think that with that in mind, that dog ownership is a big responsibility, this lady is going to make you quite upset. What did she do, Dave? Uh, so there was a woman who, I she must have been passed out behind the wheel because there's security camera footage of this. She's driving, and this is in Florida, in Palm Pano Beach, and she's in a silver Lexus uh -huh. ES300, and sure. she goes flying through some bushes, and then some trees, and then some lights, and then almost hits the house, but then also blasted through like a big FPL transformer box. Oh my too. god! So the family whose house this was lost power for a day, and you're like, all of this is annoying. These people were sleeping. It's the middle of the night, and they just hear this crashing going on, and they're like, what in the Billy Joel is going on out there? <laughs> And it's this woman who is obviously hammered. Uh -huh. Again, I think she must have passed out. But in the security camera footage, you can see this poor, very confused little wiener dog that's on her lap. Oh, no. Oh, you can't be out this. here driving drunk with a wiener dog on your lap? You can't. Yep. I mean, that. first off, uh, wiener endangerment. That should be a, definitely be a double felony.
Uh, so she uh, she got charged with a whole bunch of stuff, DUI, causing a crash of damage, careless driving, all of that stuff. Uh, but this poor family trying to figure yeah. it out, and then when they reviewed the tape, they're like, oh, that poor little yeah, dog. DUI, was- a dachshund under the influence? Uh, the dog was also drunk. I okay. should point that out. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. Because there's really no point in pretending to be... Hold on, what? Because there's really no point in pretending to be good at... To be good at this? Oh, I okay, let me pick it up from here. It's an all-new blooper reel on the Dave and Mahoney Show. You know, every week I'll ask uh, Jordan, our producer, whether or not there's like a star of the blooper reel. And unsolicited this week, I hadn't even had a chance to ask him yet, he sent us a text, a group text, and he said uh, that you guys were all equally awful this week. So congratulations to all of us. We're all the star this week. If you are new to the show, there are some shows out there in the radio world that love to focus on, you know, just how, you how good they are, they are how their funny ratings, they are, yeah. You know, how flawless their execution is. It's like you when you watch like a highlight reel of Michael Jordan in the playoffs and it's unbelievable. We on the other hand, uh don't have those kind of highlight reels, but we do have a lot of mess-ups that we love to Turn into more content because we're kind of lazy. and Yeah, and that's where you get the blooper reel. Yeah. You know what I think is really lazy is just lumping everyone together. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's like, oh, all millennials are, are lazy. All millennials are, are lazy. Millennials are... are... Dude, if my dog's gone important. for two years, he's going to come home on a new dog. <laughs> Oh, no. Sorry, old boy. Yeah, Old new family. Sorry, old boy. Boy. You actually sent us a video, Dave, of your daughter, your middle daughter, daughter Olivia, singing your middle daughter, middle daughter, 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 for the 70s. How about with a puppet for Yoda? Yoda in the uh, in episodes one through three where he was CGI looks like his graphics aren't even as good as a Super Nintendo. Yoda in the uh, <laughs> <laughs> The user took to a Discord and pleaded with Jared to return his cryptocurrency. His cryptocurrency. You're a Nazi memorabilia slinger. You don't want to be that. You also don't want to be the guy with the Nazi memorabilia. No. Memorabilia. Memorabilia. Magnum P.I. did not need to be rebooted. Uh, Hawaii Five O did not need to be rebooted. We do not. Did you not need- say rebooted? Try it. Matlock does not need to be rebooted. <gasps> does not need to be rebooted. Rebooted. think is really lazy is just lumping everyone together. You know, it's like, oh, all millennials, millennials are, are lazy. Yeah. Dog's gone for two years. He's got to come home. A new dog. Sorry, old boy. You're a Nazi memorabilia slinger. You don't want to be that. The user took to a Discord and pleaded with Jared to return his cryptocurrency. Yoda in- Magnum PI did not need to be rebooted. Uh, Hawaii Five O did not need to be rebooted. We do not. Did you not need- say rebooted? Try it. Matlock does not need to be rebooted. <gasps> Dave and Mahoney. You're listening to The Dave and Mahoney Show. Man, so this has really got to suck. Uh, American Airlines is taking some heat right now, and understandably so. There was a St. Louis man who took an American Airlines flight to Columbia, South Carolina. Uh, His name is Michael Williams, and he submitted a claim because they lost some of his luggage. Uh, But he said that he got a reimbursement check for a little more than $600 for his, quote, lost clothes. And he said, guys, you didn't just lose my clothes. You lost my damn leg. My leg. You lost my prosthetic prosthetic leg. And if you're not familiar with how much a, a prosthetic limb costs, they're very expensive. Uh, he's saying to the tune of nearly $27,000. That's horrible. But American Airlines said, we don't have enough proof or evidence to pay for the leg, so we're not going to pay for the leg. Luggage, leggage, it's all the same. Leggage, come on. 
he has now hired an attorney to try to. I would like negotiate. you to know, Dave. Hold on. Yeah. Whenever you said that this man lost his leg earlier, yeah, he has. I've I looked over because I knew he was going to say luggage. And whenever you gave him the opportunity, he just started smirking. And then you gave him the opportunity to say luggage. Like I, I was watching this man cook. That, that's 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 part of the process. I looked over at Mahoney, and he had been pretty quiet there. If you notice while I was yes. telling the story, yes. And then I looked over, and he had a big smile on his face. And I'm like, either he thinks it's really funny that this poor guy lost his right. damn leg, or he's got a real zinger. I mean, for but us. do you oh, have to take? Zinger. But there's some real questions though, like. Why would you take your leg off on the flight? I don't know. Was it an extra leg? Yeah, do you have a bonus <laughs> prosthetic? I mean, I guess, honestly, I mean, you know, because a lot of those airline seats are fairly small. If you, uh, you know, wanted a little extra room, you just take your leg off. But I think I'd put it it's, in the overhead bin. Guys, it's probably easier for him to wheel around versus walking on his prosthetic through an entire airport. Think about you wearing one uncomfortable shoe for the whole day and how tired you get. Yeah. Like, no, that's tough. That, that's probably a good point, but it's, it's a lot funnier if you open the overhead bin and then... The, the one thing that has shifted around during the flight is a leg that he comes out. He's got a leg. You. you can't make it a joke. Listen, <laughs> no, you're trying to find a joke. This poor man's got one leg. He doesn't have a leg he? to stand on. He there does. you go. We got a second one. <laughs> man, poor guy. Dave Mahoney. Give him his leg back. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. Blitz, glamour, and out of touch celebrities. Well, that's redundant. It's Pop Trash. I'm Dave and Mahoney. So I don't know about you guys, but I'm kind of here for all of this Aaron Rodgers drama. I mean, I, I know that I'm probably the biggest football fan out of any of us in this room, but, um, you know, Aaron Rodgers kind of turning into the villain, you know, growing out the hair. I know he's cut it now, but, you know, just not caring about anything. He's just like, I'm just going to go trip balls. I think he's the... just depressed, man. Is that what it is? I mean, whenever Maybe you start looking like that, life. I got a question like, hey, man, you okay? You all right, You okay? Man? You get enough sunshine? <laughs> Uh, but we're we're gonna find out whether Aaron Rodgers still really cares about playing winning football. I mean, he's clearly a first ballot Hall of Famer. He's no doubt, one of the best of all time. Sure, uh, but he's gonna make his regular season debut for the New York Jets, and it's gonna be on Monday Night Football against the Buffalo Bills Ooh. on September 11th. I so, mean, but this is this you want to talk about like an island game, big national platform, yeah, and one of, against one of the best teams in the league like that. Oh, is I mean, Allen versus uh, Rogers. That's a, I mean, that's a matchup. You know, I mean, the Bills are one of the toughest teams in the in the NFL. We're curious to see what the Jets are going to do, but I kind of want I want the Bills to break their heart. Do you really? Yeah. Game one, you just want to see Aaron just Rodgers crush just absolutely demolished, forty two to three. <laughs> I don't, yeah, I don't know if it's going to happen. I'm just super excited. If you guys uh, didn't notice it, you know, on Thursday they they rolled out all of the oh, yeah. the NFL schedules. So you know, your favorite team schedule is out. Uh, but now we're starting to see some of these matchups, and there are a lot of really compelling matchups. Uh, Seahawks fans are upset because they have, and this does kind of suck, two back to back Thursday night games. Which you're like, uh, yeah. Nobody likes playing Thursday night no. football, but but at least they're spaced out. Yeah, I, I mean, I would prefer if they had football every night of sure. the week, just because having a game on is awesome. Uh, but yeah, the, the Seahawks fans uh, were pretty vocal about not being thrilled about the back-to-back Thursday night games. But the uh, the Monday night football game between the the Jets and the Bills, pretty good way to uh, to kick start off the out. season. Yeah. Nice and and honestly. Josh Allen might be pretty tough because he's going through a breakup right now. Oh, Adding to the really? T. Yeah, his girlfriend, well, former girlfriend, went to the Derby and was like, hey, since I'm single now. And everyone was like, wait, hold on. What do you mean? She was out there searching for, I mean, like, rich rich he'll, daddies he'll at be, the Derby. He'll be, he'll be fine. He's yeah, going to be just fine. be fine. Wasn't that, like, his longtime, like, yes, like college man. girlfriend? Yeah, and, man. like, they, they've been dating since they were, like, at high school or I college mean, or And something. the way you find out that, from the public eye anyways, that you're no longer with someone is her, like, Posting thirst traps at the Derby, searching for rich men. Yeah, yeah. I, you, I don't think you're gonna find a dude richer than Josh Allen. So I mean, or luck. richer and in too. better shape, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> find it all. You can find a Jay Howard Marshall and that's a Nicole Smith style. She, that's yeah. why Murdoch. she's trying to yeah. thirst trap. That's yeah, why she's luck. trying to thirst trap. Good luck out there. This is Dave and Mahoney. Do you still leave voicemails? Then this segment is for you. Call anytime at 833-YO-DUMMY and leave a... Leave a message. This is the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. Does anyone really like Elijah Wood? Like, what is his best movie? Like, I couldn't, I couldn't tell you. Message I mean, he's been in some iconic movies, first and foremost, if we're just going to talk about Lord of the Rings. Frodo. Yes. But also Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. 
He was really good in Lord of the Rings. I think that this guy may be onto something that Elijah Wood obviously hasn't really maintained his stardom over the years. Yeah, I, wouldn't I wouldn't go that. He had a show on FX. Yes. I mean, he's just, he was in one of the biggest series of all time. That's like That's Daniel like- Radcliffe doing anything other than Harry Potter and people remembering it. Yeah. I mean, you know, that was one of the most iconic trilogies that he played as Frodo. It's just tough. It's tough to live up to that type of character and you become that character no matter what anything else yeah. You do artistically. Yeah. Like, think about Mark Hamill. I mean, he's just Luke Skywalker. Even Harrison Ford is, I mean, he's got two because he was in two of the biggest movie franchises of all time, yeah. Star Wars and Indiana Jones. But he's he's Han Solo and Indiana Jones. And he's, he's been- Macaulay and Culkin. He's, and he's yeah. won, <laughs> you know, awards for, you know, serious roles over the years. But nobody, that's, that's who he is. He's really good in shrinking, by the way. If you haven't seen that on Apple TV Plus, so good. Mahoney, you'll probably get me here more than others, but remember how banging Happy Meal toys used to be? Like, what happened to those? Now all we get is Cardi B and Travis Scott meals. Message First off, don't hate on the Cardi B, Travis Scott, BTS, any of the meals. Those all have Sweetie. been- Sweetie? Those have all, I haven't tried hers, but I've tried all of them because, as you know, I've been to all 22,000 North American McDonald's. There's, There's not 21,000, there is 13,000, and but you have not been to them all. I think uh, we have uh, our government to blame, uh, choking regulations. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah. yeah we need some good old-fashioned choking toys. Yep. Bring back the cups and the plates. I Dude. need my Shrek cup. <laughs> I have a, I have a whole line of Garfield cups from McDonald's. You still that have them? Sick. Yeah. yeah. That is so cool. Yeah. Like yeah, from, bring those back, from from man. the early 80s. I know. Like the Aladdin I know. ones, the Disney Dude, series. Is that, is that I've still got a, Alf dolls from Burger King. Is that Alf. still a thing where, because when I was growing up, the whole kitchen cabinet was just full of the collectibles, collectible cups, yeah. and I don't know if that's a thing anymore. The, well, uh, we don't do that. No. I've no recently, way. again, you know, in, with the move for me, having to just decide what stays and what goes, and I didn't have the like fast food collect- collectible cups, but I had beer fests and beer branded. I had that's very probably forty or so pint glasses with a logo on it that they all like three of them made it. You just toss, toss the rest. You're like, I'm oh, just, right. I don't. I do that with coffee cups. Is that the girl version of dude beer fest cups? I don't like never throw glasses? I never throw out a coffee cup though. And the one that's in between, but it's just a very specific age, shot glasses. Oh. Like when you go on vacation, you forget to get something for somebody, you get them a shot glass and then yeah. they end up having the cabinet, like a whole cabinet full of shot glasses. You're like, why would we ever need this many shot glasses? I mean, when we were in college or in our early twenties, yeah. but like if, if a shot's happening at my house, know that, like, I'm divorced and my life has gone off the rails. Because there's no reason, there's no reason. for me to be taking a shot. You know what? Like, I'll drink an old-fashioned. I'll yes. drink I'll drink a, a thing, a scotch neat from my, you know, glasses, but a shot of anything at home or out in general. My life, there's some some issues have happened. Yeah, I mean, you're, you're not a shot guy to begin with, but I would say even out and about partying, you're past your shot days. And if you see me taking it again, you see me taking a shot out in public. He's getting divorced, but that's going to be a fun night. Yep. Yeah. Probably going to throw up in your car. What book title best describes the life you'd like to lead? Message deleted. The life I'd like to lead? I don't know, but I can tell you the life that I have led and its unrealized potential. Rich dad, poor dad. <laughs> yeah, daddy likes to gamble. This is the Dave and Mahoney this Show. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. So as you guys know, Utah is one of the most beautiful states in the entire country. It is also, hands down, one of the weirdest states. I mean, there are some laws there that are just wild. I remember the first time that I went um, to Salt Lake City, and this is many, many years ago, probably 2004 or something like sure. that, a long time ago. And um, you had to show your ID to walk into a bar, which is not abnormal, but you also had to be a member of every bar that you went into. Like, you had to have a membership in order to walk into a bar to go buy a beer. Hmm. And then the beer, of course, it has a lower alcohol percentage. And there's just a bunch of really yeah, I mean, some draconian laws. liquor laws, without a doubt. Maybe the worst in the in the country. And it sucks, too, because, again, when you cut, talk about pound-for-pound pound national parks, Utah is the reigning king. It's gorgeous. Uh, my, my wife's family, they have a cabin up in Duck Creek in Utah. And it's one of our favorite places to go, but... You got to buy the booze in a different state before you go rolling into Utah because it's just 
impossible to get like normal beer. The state run stores are a pain in the butt. The beers near beer. Mm -hmm. So it's 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 a it's a double edged sword of a state. Uh, Well, now there's something else. If uh, if you are a fan of the uh, the adult films. Uh, and you like you know just like to watch a little bit from time to time peruse. Yeah, uh, now people are going to have to be uh, navigating some of the more popular websites in a much different way. And they're saying that because in the past, like they were talking about, okay, now you have to show your ID and you have to register and all of this stuff. Nope. And I get that there's a, the thought process of we want to make Age sure that kids aren't watching this. Yes. Of course, that that makes sense. Of course that. But now they're saying that you may have to do. Facial ID recognition. So before you start going to town on yourself, you're going to have to do a face scan. See, I don't really agree. So I am definitely in a camp of I I find this creepy because there's supposed to be a separation of church and state. And it clearly church is governing state. That's what it feels like. Yeah. Right. I mean, we can all absolutely agree that, you know, making it more difficult for kids to be able to access. Nobody disagrees with that. Nobody disagrees with that. But but making it harder for us and having to, like, show what we're watching, show your face and everything else. Get out of here with all that. How about you put some regulations on the company? I don't just I don't really enjoy whenever we have people who are like the straws are killing the turtles because you're using the straws. Like, how about you? How about Pornhub put some regulations on your website as the conglomerate that is Pornhub? You know well, what I mean? Does it make sense? Pornhub's like, actually point out of people. Utah. Is it, are they? Yeah. It's the first time Pornhub's pulled out anything. Uh-huh. Follow the Dave and Mahoney Show on social media at Dave and Mahoney. Because your home phone, cell phone, email, Facebook, Twitter, and home screen all at the same time. They're everywhere. <laughs> 